0: So thankful for Greg and and uh, Ron and uh, Ray to uh, bless us with music, amen. Giving their hearts to worship the Lord, so that we can just enjoy and and, and come in and be part of that. Praise God, amen? amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a real hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, glory God, glory to God. His goodness is running after us, amen. You can't run away from it. He'll come and get you, amen? Hallelujah. He'll find you where you're at, and he'll say, I'm here to show myself strong in your behalf, amen? Whatever you're facing, whatever you got yourself into sometimes, God said, I can get you out of it, amen? Amen. And I propel you into what I've called you to do, praise God. You know, he has a plan for us. He has all of our days written in a book. Did you know that? And all we have to do is follow the book. Try to figure out what he wants us to do, and he says, I'll, uh, I'll guide you, I'll direct you, I'll provide for you, I'll uh, pour out my spirit upon you. It, it's so good. It's great to be a Christian, isn't it? It's wonderful to be a Christian. I don't know how I lived outside. I was wandering around doing my own thing, didn't know what was going to happen, and now all of a sudden, yeah, I got a purpose, I got a plan. I'm stable. I know where I'm going in the Lord, amen? Hallelujah i gotta need, got to use these notes, though. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. It's good to see all of you here on a rainy day. That didn't stop you, did it? Whether the sun shines or not, we know the Lord shines on us. Amen? So I'm going to pray, and i got a great message for you today. Are you ready for it? Bring it. Okay, bring it. Father, thank you for bringing us together to hear your word and to enjoy your presence, your word for our hearts. I ask you to guide my heart and my mouth to speak your words to the glory of God in Jesus' name. And all agreed, said, Amen. 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 All right, let's, what is today's title? Living to please God. How can you go wrong with that title, right? Who are we trying to please anyway? We're trying to please the one that saved us, that called us, that, that that rescued us from darkness. When we were wandering around, didn't know what we were supposed to do, didn't have a, a, a clue in life, God said, I'm calling you to be mine, to be in the family. I'm going to equip you with everything that you need to go through this life. You're not alone, but God is with you everywhere you go. So I in my heart, I wanted to share with you that we want to please the Lord. How can we say thanks unto him who has done so much for us? How, how can we? Can we pay him? No. How about perfect attendance in church? Is that going to make? That's not that's not going to pay him back, right? How about you feed everybody that's poor? Is that going to work? Yeah. No. All we have to do is please him, the one who called us, who saved us. He has done so much for us. All we want to do is please Him. Well, how do you please Him? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you came today because we've got four ways that you can please the Lord. And we're going to make it real simple. You know why? That way you can remember it and you can do it. Why make it complicated? Make it simple so that everyone can do it. Now, when you love somebody, don't you want to do everything that you can for them? You know, when I married my wife, I wanted to please her. I didn't know there was going to be a full-time project, though every day. (laughs) What do you need? And 36 years later, I'm going like, what do you need? (laughs) When I said I do, I didn't know I was going to be saying I do a lot. (laughs) You know, we were reminiscing when we first uh, met each other. I was uh, ministering to blind people in a facility in Sierra Madre, And my my wife saw how kind and considerate and thoughtful and loving I was to the blind people. She said, oh, if he's going to be that way to them, I'm sure he's going to be that way to me. So we got married, and she found out that I could only do that for like an hour or two. (laughs) Not for extended times. (laughs) But the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 7, he that is unmarried cares for the things that belong to the Lord how he may please the Lord. Unmarried. But the married cares for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife or his husband. So you're called to be a servant. And the Bible says we're supposed to outdo each other in love. Did you know that? You know, if she does something for me, i got to do something bigger and better for her. Right? Outdo each other. So I want to show you this little clip. It's kind of like an over-exaggeration of how you have to bend over backwards for your spouse, and it'll give you give you and I've listened to this, I've watched this so many times. It's kind of kind of comical. It's only 44 seconds, so let's uh, roll it and see how it looks. He splashed her with water. He was doing good until the very end, wasn't he? Well, do you feel that way that you've married people? (laughs) My wife says, why do you keep asking me to do stuff? (laughs) I go, because I need you, you know. So anyway, (laughs) the Bible says that we should outdo each other in love. So if you can keep up that routine, more power to you. (laughs) But... In John chapter 8, verse 29, Jesus had this testimony. What does it say? He who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do those things that are pleasing to him. Here is God in the flesh saying, I do everything that my Father wants. I am pleasing him in everything that I do. Can we have that testimony? Can we say that? We have to let the Lord guide and direct us to do those things that are pleasing to him. But we're going to get to that. Now, we don't have to earn his love. He loves us already. You know that. But because he loves us, we want to love him back and please him. That was, that's my heart's desire. I'm I'm going to meet him one day. I'm going to meet Jesus. I'm going to meet the Father. And I want to say, Lord, I gave my heart to you and everything that I did, I wanted to please you. I wanted to do those things that are pleasing in your sight. In Ephesians 1, 4, it says, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. To me, that's amazing, isn't it, that We are considered holy and blameless before him. He looks at us through the eyes of Jesus. He says, I see you holy. I see you without blame. I was talking to my wife the other day. I go, I was looking at my life, and I'm not that holy. I mean, compared to God, I mean, like, big difference here. But he still loves us, right? I'm not doing as enough as I should have. Or I should do for the Lord. If I, if I knew I was going to die next week, I'd be out there all over the place. Hey, did you know Jesus? You know, you got to get saved. You don't want to go to hell. You don't want to live a life of torment. Do you want to know the Lord? Wouldn't you? That has to be on us so much. That's what Jesus said. I came not to do my will, but the will of the Father. I came to save those that are lost. What is our goal? Save those that are lost. Praise God. So Ephesians says we are gifts To God that he delights in. Did you know you're a gift from God that he delights in? No matter how well or how not so well you've done your life, God says you're still a gift to me. I still love you with an everlasting love. I like that. In Ephesians 5, 8 through 10, it says, for you once were in darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord live as children of light for the fruit of the righteousness or the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness and truth. And ready for this? Find out what pleases the Lord. Find out, church, find out what Lord what pleases you when you get in the spirit and you get to be with the Lord. You'll feel it. You'll know, oh, I love my brother. I helped him. I bear his burdens. I forgave. I I reached out. Don't you feel good on the inside when you do something that the Lord would have wanted you to do? He's in heaven. He can't do it. He needs us to reach out and help one another. Praise God. So uh, let's look at scripturally what God wants us to do to please him. Amen? So let's look at it. Four Ways to Please the Lord. It's, bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth, right? How often do you praise Him? All the time? Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the noonday. Praise Him when the sun goes down. Amen. Praise Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the noonday. Praise Him. Praise Him, praise Him when the sun goes down. Love Him, love Him, love Him in the morning, love Him in the noonday. Love Him, love Him, love Him when the sun goes down. Oh, man. You guys are good. Bless the Lord. Walk with the Lord daily right we're going to learn this obey the lord completely and serve the lord with sadness no 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 gladness i just see if you guys are awake some of us do that though right i got to go to church today <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> now that's pretty simple right four things to do now look at <laughs> look at the way that jesus said it in, I believe it's uh, next slide, in Mark. It says, love the Lord your God with all of your what? Heart, soul, mind, and strength. In other words, give it all you got. I mean, he didn't leave any room for anything, huh? He didn't say, well, like, do the best you can. I mean, you know, <laughs> love him, you know, what you can do. No, I want all of your heart, all of your strength, right? So now I broke this down. The four things that Jesus said, I broke it down into the four categories that I gave you. So let's look at it. In the, bless the Lord is your heart. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen. So now it's hard to distinguish between your soul and your heart. But the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. And you have to abandon all your dignity, all of your pride when you give your whole heart to the Lord. Remember when the Ark of the Covenant came into Jerusalem and he was dancing before the Lord? Hallelujah. He danced his uh, otter garment on, off and his wife said, you look foolish out there. He said, I'll look even more foolish for the Lord. Do you look foolish for the Lord? When you're praising him, I, I hate to, I, I want to make this comparison. It's almost like running after a bus that you're late for. I mean, you know, you're just like, oh, don't leave. Oh, uh. <laughs> Gina, you can relate to it, right? Lord, oh, Lord, I just love you. Jesus, uh, your heart has to come out of yourself and go up into heaven and receive, you know, him. In Zephaniah 3.17, the Bible says that the Lord is rejoicing over us with singing, with loud singing and dancing. So I imagine in my mind, okay, if he's singing and dancing and rejoicing over me, I better just join him. Get on the dance floor. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. And I just imagined him dancing with me. And for a period of time, I would get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was hungry for the Lord. I said, Lord, you and me, I'll meet you at 3 o'clock. Be there or be square. No Levi's or Capri's, please. I don't know if you guys remember that. But anyway, he would show up. And if I didn't show up, he'd come and wake me up. He goes, what about that I love you, you love me thing? Let's dance. And and I would dance, and oh, my heart was so full of him. Uh, My whole day was ordered because I blessed the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. And I pleased him. When you please the Lord, he'll work for you. He'll do things for you that you couldn't do. You don't have to make a big, long prayer. You just have to say, Lord, would you take care of this for me? When people ask me for prayer, they know I've been in the presence of the Lord. It's a little shortcut. Let's go ask Pastor Chuck. He'll pray. He's, he's been in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> we, had, we prayed for one person, uh, uh, Proverbs 21.1. The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. He turn it, turns it whithersoever he will. I would pray that for people, and they would get their prayers answered. I would say 95% of the time. And I don't know how, it was just so amazing. And I would, I told our senior pastor, I go, Pastor, this, this scripture really works. And he looked at me and said, they all really work. <laughs> so, okay. But God uh, will be with you. Amen? So the first thing is what? Bless the Lord, praise the Lord, worship the Lord, get in his presence. You know, if someone is praising you, don't you like to have them around? Yes, so see, you're so wonderful. We just love you. It's so good to have you with us. You have a wonderful smile, great personality, a wonderful spirit, right? Sure, Chuck, Pastor Chuck, come, come be, you know, come fellowship with us. So God, when you are uh, praising Him, He'll come and fellowship with you. The Bible says what? In uh, uh, He inhabits the praises of His people. He'll come and. Sit there and go, this is is just like heaven. This this is what they do to me in heaven. They praise me. So when you praise him, you create a heaven. Okay, now the second thing is walk with the Lord. And that is your soul, you know, who, who you really are. And God's original intent of man was to walk with him, as we see in Genesis 3, 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. He heard their voice. What am I trying to say here? When you walk with the Lord, you'll hear his voice. You know, when I walk with my wife, I'm blessed to walk with her. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, with joy and gladness. (laughs) I'd rather be playing basketball, but I'm pleasing my wife, right? So when we're walking, she doesn't want me just to walk. I just want to do the two laps and go home. No, we have to talk while we're walking There's no walking without talking. She wants to hear what's on my heart, what's on my mind, right? But the funny thing is when she gets when she wants to make a point, she stops. And she says, "Let me let me explain it to you." <laughs> I go, "Can we keep walking?" <laughs> but she wants to make her point. And God, when, he's, when you're walking with the Lord, he wants to talk to you. Did you know that? All throughout the day. And it's amazing that God wants to talk to us. Who are we anyway in this vast universe of all creation that he made? And we're just a little spot on the earth. We can please him by walking with him and talking with him. Isn't that amazing? That he wants you personally He wants to hear from you, Letitia. He wants to hear your words, your heart. He wants to have a personal relationship with us. Praise the Lord. Now, Enoch had this testimony, what? That he walked with God and God took him. And the old saying is, why did he take him? No one knows. They were walking out there and God said, you know what? We're closer to my house than your house. Why don't we just go to my house and forget all this, right? Now, the amazing thing is, is Enoch's father lived 950 years. His son Methuselah lived 969 years. But Enoch only lived 365 years. So the Lord took him like whew, minus 600 years. There was something to that, wasn't it? I think it's kind of like, you know what, I like you so much, I want. You, I want to be with you. So... If you get start walking with God, maybe he'll take you. I don't know. But it's amazing. Okay, so walking with God, if you look at it in the, in the, uh, in the uh, uh, concordance, it says uh, a walking means to denote a steady continuance in well-being, a life spent in the immediate presence of and in constant communion with God. Now, some of you say, well, I don't really hear God that well. No problem. You came to the right place. All you have to do, and Cecilia can bear me out on this because she's been doing it. You get a piece of paper and you sit down and you get quiet before the Lord. You might praise him, sp- you know, speak to him, read a scripture, and then you calm yourself down. You say, okay, Lord could you speak to me? I have a question. I have a problem. And you write your problem down or your question, and then you wait for the Lord to speak to you through your heart. Now, you may, it may feel like it's you, but guess what? He's walking, he's working through your spirit, so it'll sound like you. But you write it down, and then you look at it afterwards, and you go, yeah, that sounds like God. And sure enough, before you know it, he'll be speaking to you. You won't have to write it down. It'll just come popping up out of you. And it's such a wonderful feeling to get an inside track on life, to know what's going to happen before it happens. Because God's not uh, mute. He, he speaks. He wants to talk to you. He wants to be with you, right? Right? And so we just have to calm ourselves down and let him speak. And that's the way God wrote the Bible, isn't it? The holy men of God were inspired and moved upon by the Holy Spirit to write things down. And so God's going to use that same way with you. Glory to God. I'm, are you excited? I'm going to run home now and just get there. Okay, speak to me, Lord. I want to know some things. And, and you know what? The Holy Spirit is... Depicted as a dove, wasn't it? When Jesus got baptized, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. Now, if you had a dove and you had him on your shoulder, how would you walk? You'd walk, like, really carefully, carefully, softly, you know? Hello, dove. Hello, Holy Spirit. How, How can we move through this, right? And so you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit at all times. He will speak to you. Glory to God. Amen? So what have we got so far? Bless and praise the Lord. Walk with him. And here's the hard one. You ready for this? Obey him. Woo. Well, don't be be putting any condemnation on me, Pastor Chuck. I got enough problems. Well, you know what? The Bible says in John 14, 23, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. You got to obey. Well, well, what, what do you obey? The whole book, you know. I mean, (laughs) all of it, you know. When the rich young ruler said, "What must I do to inherit eternal life?" He says, "Come and follow me. Sell all all that you have and come follow." Do the whole book. Well, you say, "I can't do the whole book." I know. Well, do what you can do. Start somewhere. Be a doer of the word of God and let the Lord help you with other things. Well, where do you start with? Well, love my neighbor. You know. Bear, uh, bear one another's burdens, forgive one another, look at them in a good light. I'll let that sit a little bit. Look at them in a good light. You know, I, I, this, this is a challenge even for the pastor, okay? <laughs> we have a neighbor across the way there, and when they water the lawn, the dirt goes underneath the, the stone brick wall, and it gets all over our driveway, and so... First time I cleaned it up, I showed him a picture. He goes, hey, he said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. So I said, it's okay." And so, the, just last night, uh, again they had some workers and they got the whole thing muddied up. And so I'm out there hosing it down, sweeping it. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I shouldn't be doing this. I should go over there and tell them, you know, like my mother used to do. Come over here and clean up your. <laughs> I go, no, that's not good. I said, well, maybe I should go over there and tell them, you know what, why don't you pay the church $100 for the work that I'm doing here? Mm, It doesn't sound good. I said, what if I just go over there and give them a piece of my mind? I'm supposed to be the pastor, right? I can't do that. I can't do that. I said, okay, Lord, I'll just, as we say in the hood, suck it up, right? (laughs) Right? Just make ado, make allowances for each other's faults because of our love, right? So I cleaned it up, and that was fine. You have to make an adjustment in your mind. Your mind has to say, I'm going to follow the laws of the Lord. What are the laws? Whatever they are, it may feel uncomfortable. You may not want to do it, but just do it. We have our neighbor, the neighbor that I won over that said that I was the, the worst neighbor in the world. Now I'm the best neighbor in the world, but you know what? It's it can change in a minute, and, and I guess our, our tree our tree leaves were were going over into her yard, not by much, just a little bit, and she said, "Could you please trim your trees?" And I'm saying to myself, "I'll trim you up," <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I called my uh, gardener. He said, "Oh, that'd be about two hundred dollars." I go, $200, I can do that myself, but it wasn't as easy as I thought, you had to get way up there, it took me two hours to do it, and I was proud of myself, but I had this little animosity, you ever have animosity, I got to get my mind right, I got to get my attitude right, obey the things of the Lord, the Bible says what? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. God is watching. He can feel us. He knows what we're thinking. And so another thing, you got to watch your mouth. Hallelujah. Have you ever listened to your mouth before? It'll shock you. Just try it one day. Just try listening to yourself. And you're going like, ooh, did I say that? Oh. Or have kids. They'll remind you, Dad, that's not, that's not very godly. <laughs> like one time, true confession, I went into this store and I wanted to get some batteries. And so I asked the manager, oh, where's your battery rack? She said, just go to the uh, cashier and they'll get it for you. I go, okay. Figured that it would be right there. She says, oh, hold on one minute. And she walks all the way around to another part of the store. And I'm sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. And she comes back and... I, I, told her, I told her I wanted uh, eight batteries. She came back, they were the Every, ever ready batteries. I said, oh, I didn't want the ever ready, I wanted the Duracell. She goes, Okay. She goes, she goes around. I'm waiting another five minutes. You know, five minutes in a store can seem like hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so she comes back and she goes, uh, They only had six. <laughs> I go, Okay, I don't want to make you go all the way back there, I'll just take the six. And she said, I forgot what she said, but I said, you know what? I'm very unhappy. And I said, I really don't even want to come into the store anymore. And the people that I told said, oh, pastor, how could you say that? I don't know. It just came out. (laughs) (laughs) I got to check my heart, my mouth, (laughs) and my mind. Amen? Amen. I just said that because, you know, maybe some of you have that. But it's okay. Okay. Let the Lord correct you. You can feel it when it's not right, amen? Okay, so what have we got so far? Bless the Lord. Walk with the Lord. Obey the Lord. And the last one is what? Serve the Lord. Now, how do you serve God? Do you give them a banquet table? No, you serve God by serving people. When Jesus said, if you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me, right? Let's look at this in Hebrews 6.10. I like this scripture. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love. He's writing them down. He knows when you get to heaven, he's going to give you a reward for everything that you have done. Plus, what you're doing here on earth. Amen? Please him. Serve him. He's stuck up there. He's waiting for us to work. Praise God. Uh, you said, well, I don't need any heavenly rewards. Yeah, you will. You'll want them when you get up there. <laughs> the Lord said, well, what have you done for me? Not really much, Lord. I just, you know, I, I made it. And he's going, well, there's your mansion over there. Kind of a short, small, little, one-story <laughs> house. Go <laughs> you know, like, didn't I get more? You didn't send enough stuff up here. Right? But, uh, you might say, but to serve the Lord, you have to have a little bit of strength, don't you? Yeah. You have to have uh, wanting to do it. Get up and do it. You know, I was doing this, the schedule for the workers here, and one person, I was giving them a little bit more than I usually give them, and I said, I'm just trying to get you to get some heavenly rewards. I'm just trying to push you and get you so that when you get to heaven, it, the Lord will say, you did minister to the saints. And you have been ministering. Praise God. Now, last thing I want to show you, and and hopefully you'll receive this well. Have you heard about the parable of the talents? When God gave one guy five talents, another guy two talents, and another guy one talent. And he said, you know, occupy till I come. And when the master came back, the five had gotten another five, the two had gotten two, and the one buried his talent and said, I know you were a hard man and I didn't want to lose it, so I buried it and here it is. You know what the Lord said? (laughs) He said, you wicked and unprofitable servant. He said, I'm going to take from you what you have. You're not going to have anything and I'm going to cast you into outer darkness in a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. I read that, I said you got to be kidding me. God expects us to have some fruit in our life. But I thought that was a little harsh. If that was a servant of the Lord, if that was a Christian, and he didn't have any fruit, would he have to go to hell? No. Actually, what it, in reading the commentaries, that person really didn't get saved. God was giving them an opportunity with the talent that they had, but they buried it. They didn't use it. They didn't uh, accept the Lord. That's why they didn't uh, receive anything from the Lord. We want the Lord to say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So what my encouragement to you guys is, step it up. We're Christians. We're of the faith. God wants to see us do stuff. We have, pe- we have uh, workers in the ministry that we need help. In, in, in various uh, departments in the children's department in the greeting department come and say pastor chuck i want to i want to get some eternal rewards i want to get some some uh, uh, blessings in this life and in the life to come praise god so be careful how you live not as unwise but wise making the most of every opportunity because the days of are evil? Are you making opportunity? Are you taking every opportunity that you can to serve the Lord? Amen? So let's pray. Father, thank you for bringing us together today to hear your encouragement, how to walk with you, how to bless you, how to obey you, and how to serve you. How wonderful it is that you have we have a God in heaven that loves us so much, that he wants to work with us, that we're ambassadors for you, and that you've en- endued us with power on high i thank you lord that you instill your grace your mercy your peace upon these people right now lord god and that your spirit will give them the ability to serve and follow you all the days of our lives receive that power receive that spirit right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth what a great god we serve he knows you each one of you individually he knows what you're capable of. He knows what the talents he's given you. He wants you to exercise and use them for the glory of God. And all agreed said, amen. amen, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise for he is good. Those of you that are out there and you say, you know what? I haven't even accepted the Lord. I'm not even in the family of God. I'm one of those guys that had a talent and I buried it. I want to introduce to you uh a prayer that will cause you to be in the family of God. So just repeat after me. Say, Father God, I love you, Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of all of my sins. Bring me into your family for an everlasting life with you. In Jesus' name. You may be out there and you say, you know what? I've kind of strayed away a little bit. I haven't been doing everything. As you said, I haven't been blessing the Lord. I haven't been walking with him, obeying him and serving him. If that's you, let's say this prayer. Father God, take me now. Take me as I am. Forgive me of all of my past and make me new again to serve you with all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my mind, in all of my strength. In Jesus' name,